it's crazy because for for us, like it didn't start out normal. Like for me, on the recruiting side of things, like I didn't know you very well before you came out, and then all of a sudden, I kind of get to know you. We were in the same car group. Next week. Oh yeah. Holy shit, dude! I forgot about that. I know. We were in the same car group. Uh, me, you, and uh, Andrew. Yeah, Mike. And um, so yeah, we were. It was us three. We were headed out there, and I didn't really know you very well yet. And then all of a sudden, the next week, you're going out with people. I felt like I felt like it was the next week, or maybe two weeks. But very shortly after, you had your accident. So uh, it might have been that week. I, it was crazy. Like it really might have been that week. I, I can't. I can't remember. But all I know it was my PR week. Yeah, and so how did how did that? I mean, just in general, how do you think that affected you? You know, when you had the injury, like knowing. Dude, that was that was the whole reason I went out. Dude, I was feeling frisky. Did eleven k. You know, because like I didn't take the training super seriously coming into it. Obviously, reality slapped me in the face too hard. Um, but. Did 11K, and I was just like, man, you know, now you're out to celebrate. This is awesome. You know, off, you know the sales side. <clears throat> you know, off just coming super, super fat sales side, and then we go out to downtown Baltimore. One thing went to another. So, go in, go in more detail on that, because, you know, for people that don't know you, uh, you came out with us, you had, you know, pretty decent first start to your first summer. And then, you know, like you said, had a PR week, went out, when then you had an accident. And how did that, you know, tell us more about that. Yeah, dude, so I, I, was, I was on pace to hit, because I was still in school, time planning on still going to school. I was on pace to hit, like, 120, 125, so pretty, you know, good rookie year. You know? For sure. Um, coming into summer, I didn't prepare as much as I wanted to. That's probably my biggest regret. Um, but it was six week six month and a half yeah week six and I had just done eleven k put me at thirty eight sold I think I had like one or two getting service next week but nonetheless we go out that Saturday night and you know we're bar hopping doing our thing and I think I can't remember where we go mm-hmm. almost too far gone at that point right um, but it was me holding. And Mike, and we were on our way to another bar or some, somewhere. I hopped up on like a little ledge. I go to kick Re- to rewind a little bit. You know, through high school, I've had a bunch of major concussions. You know, like one was a skateboarding accident, one was a um, soccer accident, one was a shooter accident. Like all three of those concussions, I was, like, got cold, um, one of which I had a seizure with. So they're pretty bad concussions. Um, no, like, tr- like brain injury, TBI at that point. Um, so whenever I, you know, fell and hit my head on the concrete, that's just kind of what sent me over the edge. So I had a brain bleed, brain swelling, and like I woke up the next morning, pretty banging headache. And I'm, you know, this is this is not a hangover headache, right? And so I called my mom. Um, she, she's an ER nurse, so she knows better than I do. And she's kept track with all of my brain injuries, so right. The smart thing to do is, you know, call your mom. Um, she told me to go get a CT scan immediately. And the crazy thing is, um, whenever I got to the ER, like, I was recalling everything. Like, I remember my social. I remember, like, all that stuff you got to fill out. Yeah. You know, you know, to get admitted in the ER. So they didn't take me super seriously at all. Like, they didn't hook me up to IV 
didn't take any of my book, like none of that stuff. So that I was just saying that they gave me a CT scan mm-hmm. when it came back to like Yeah. This kid, I mean, he needs to get transferred to because it was only level two VR, which means they're not permitted to do like brain surgery and stuff like that if I were to need so. Right. So that's whenever they transferred me and spent the night three three nights in the uh, ICU. Gotcha. And you, the craziest part about hearing that, like you were wanting to stay out, you were open to, yeah, <laughs> and you stay an extra couple weeks or yeah. something. Yeah. So. I had a follow-up with, a, like, a specialist, and it was, he was, like, so booked, super busy, so we had to schedule it, like, two or three weeks out, and I, you know, planned on, you know, going back to work, like, after I talked to him and everything was okay, because I didn't realize the extent of the injury until, you know, I had my, you know, my meeting with him, and whenever I did, like, my brain hadn't got any better at all, right. I was still... It was stable. It hadn't gotten any worse, but it hadn't gotten any better, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever I heard that, and t- he told me that, no, you, you're bleeding in the brain, you know? Yeah. There's still blood there. You know, that's, you can't work. That's like, it was like this, having the heart, the dagger in the heart, it mm-hmm. was tough to hear. Yeah. Because I mean, I literally stayed out there anticipating to work the rest of the summer. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, after that week is really, you know. Had your best week? You were ready to go. for it, you know? Yeah. Fell in love with it. So... Um, you know, I I want to. I, I you know. Did I, you did you did you have a moment like that? Like whenever you really just like, damn, I love this. You know, this is for me. For me, um, yes. My my second year were in Minnesota. Um, <clears throat> come, I first year was in LA, so I was going back. Anyways, we we're going to Minnesota. I wasn't really sure how I felt about it. Um, we get there and there's like 130 guys in the office. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, you know, before they had two different offices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like you gotta understand in this office, me, Cy, Oliver, uh, Dalton Crum, Dylan, Dallas Smith, Carson Henderson, Colton, uh, Corbin, like all the, we were all in one place. Albert, we were all in one place. So we were, we were really like, we were putting up so many accounts that we had to go to Maryland. Long story short, you you kind of know that, but. my third day in Minnesota, I sold 14. And it was my best day ever. For sure. I sold, uh, <clears throat> I think I had, it was crazy. I had like six by one. Like it, it, I was rolling. Mm-hmm. And um, my my car group, I had two rookies with me. Will was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sold six. Or Yeah, so he, he sold like six, and I had another rookie that sold four. So like in, mm-hmm. in our car group, we had 24 deals. Yeah. And so I was pumped, you know, like it was my best day ever. I had two rookies in my car group that sold eight and my brother and um, my other rookie were doing great, you know, just <clears throat> so it was, that was probably the coolest day for me. And like, kind of was like, okay, I can really do this because my, uh, yeah, I was, confidence. yeah, hundred percent. Cause I was, I was so similar to you where I had an okay first year, made okay money. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, second year. You know, I, I had a great second year, and so it, it was one of those things. That was when I really realized, like, okay, I can actually make a ton of money doing this if I just I'm just consistent with that. You know, selling as many accounts as I can. You know, actually training, like, because my first year I didn't, um, you know, and so I can attest to this. Like, I had to beg him for the job. You know, and I came out super last minute, so I didn't have much training. I showed up to the first. Well, it, this isn't about me, but I I showed up to the first. Uh, 
role plays that night. Everybody's sitting there giving their pitch, and everybody's like, "Well, hey, let's let's hear your intro." And I'm like, "What's an intro? <laughs> well, what's my intro?" <laughs> Had to knock the next day. It was crazy. Um, but for you, like, you know, I Eco Shields obviously offered a crazy opportunity for you, and we'll get in more into your. Uh, we'll we'll get into it now. Like for you, having that injury, kind of having that moment of perspective, like I can't even go knock. Um, how do you think that carried you through your second year? Dude, yeah, no, that, that's my why, you know? Like, one of the big things we talk about is, you know, you got to have a strong why. Having the brain injury and, you know, the, the whole perspective thing is, was my, my why now, you know? Um, how it carried me through is, obviously, you still have hard days. You know, what we do is really hard. Uh, so whenever I get in, like, a rut or having a hard day, you know, I reflect back to, damn, something could happen. I can just not be able to knock anymore. Not like instantly, just like pick me back up and just keep going, you know? Yeah. So you're, uh, you know, I, I, for you, you know, how do you think EcoShield kind of gave you an outlet to, you know, hit goals that you've wanted to hit and kind of become the person that you wanted to become? And, you know, in general, I know that it, you kind of fell in love with it or whatever when you had your first week or your first good week and everything like that. But for you, for you, when did you realize that, like, okay, I want to I do this, I want to make the most of this opportunity, and, you know, this is what I've been looking for type of deal? For sure. Um, so, like, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do, that, that type of deal. The uh, reason I was in school is because I, you know, didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. You know, figured I'd find something while I was in school, and, you know, thankfully it was probably this opportunity. But um, what kind of, what kind of, the turning point for me when, when I wanted to make a career out of this was, like my first full week this past summer, um, I did like 22. I was like, damn. But I did math, you know, for as long as I was going right, right. there. Yeah. I, I can make a career out of this for sure. Right. You know? Um, it was, it was, that was like the, the turning point because I, I made a deal with my parents that if I, you know, made a certain amount of money that I wouldn't go back to school. And just based off my first week, you know, yeah, I was gonna crush that. Right, you know. So, I'm not condoning dropping out of school, but or not. I knew I wasn't gonna go to school. We could be. We could be condoning that. You go to school. Um, go to school if you're already in. So now you're, you know, because you, you were in school for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know how how was it for you? Like, you know, what was your experience in school, dude? I was a uh, you stereotypical frat kid, you know, partied every weekend during the week, um, didn't really have a purpose, just living, living, living day by day, you know, looking for something new, you know? Um, the whole reason I went to school, like, honestly, I wanted to go to Faithful to join a fraternity. Like, uh, as douchey as it sounds, you know, that's, that's the fact of the matter. Right. Um, initially, I thought I wanted to be an engineer. And I did it for a semester. I said, fuck that. Um, switch to business. See where, where it would take me. Um, honestly, the, the most I got out of college was networking. You know, I wouldn't have found this if it weren't for college. Right. Um, but what, what was your kind of deal like with school and everything? So for me, kind of just- I it, well, very similar. I went to school because that's what everybody that was everybody was supposed to do the rat yeah um yeah i i um started at a small school 
to play basketball didn't work out for a lot of reasons that we'll get into in the future. Um, yeah, because it's <laughs> don't do it, <laughs> don't do it. Um, so yeah, that didn't work out. I went to Fayetteville just because I mean that's what everybody did. Mm-hmm. Um, rush fraternity, that's what everybody did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then <clears throat> the whole time I'm, you know, I went to a small high school, so going into a going into a class like. With eighty people, and there's one one professor teaching something, and it's like I would, it, for me it was super distracting to be in like a theater type of classroom and try to learn something. I've always been like way better at learning, kind of on my own, anyways. So that you know, it, it was one of those things for me. Um, once I you know tried sales, once I realized that you know it, it was a good path for me. Once I realized it was something where you can actually learn a lot about business, learn how businesses work. Um, and stuff like that, you know, I, at, at some point, um, it just made more sense to pursue what I had going sure. than, then, than stay in school. Yeah, right. You know, and Eli always says this statistic, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's like 60% of college graduates end up in sales anyway. Right. Some sort, some sort of sales, you know, mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, selling a marketing thing or selling medical device, you know, that's pretty popular right. one, but Whatever it is. Yeah. No, it, you're, you're 100% right. We just, we just beat all the suckers. I mean, we just, yeah, I mean, we've just been doing it for longer now. Um, you know, and it is what it is with the, the school thing. It's uh, It just didn't work out for me. It didn't make sense for me. Um, you know, at the same time, I would even, after my um, second year, when I had a good year, I went back to Fayetteville, still lived with a lot of my buddies. Some of my buddies came and worked with us. Um, but what, it, what was really like the tipping point for you? Like the okay, no more, no more school. I don't even know if I want to get into it, but like, where I was so sold on this Eco Shield thing that mm-hmm. I skipped three finals to make my flight that Cy bought me to get to LA because I couldn't afford the flight. Your first year, my first year. No, but after your first year, you still went back to school, right? Even though I didn't make very much money, I didn't go back to school. It didn't make sense. Gotcha. Because you thought this was it. Yeah, I did, well, I just, you knew this was it. Well, I, I just kind of knew that I can sell stuff now. So, like, why I can go sell something else. Yeah, it's like the saying, you catch a man officially for a night, you teach a man officially for life. Yeah, you so it, it was one of those things, like, I just knew that I could go sell something. Because, yeah. you know, you're getting better. Yeah, so you're getting better and better, you know, as of your first year. Like, at the end of your first year, you're way better than you were your second week. So it's like, you know, I was getting better and better, getting more confident. And then, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of details involved with that. Like, I, I literally went back, didn't go back to school and started selling stuff online, uh, like marketing services and stuff like that. Oh, the shoe, the shoe game, right? No, no, no I, I didn't do shoes. I just, we were, I've run ads. Gotcha. Yeah, just run yeah, ads for people. Yeah. So I did that. And um, it's kind of crazy. We're at the Christmas party right now um, in Arizona, and this is what the, this was the trip that got me basically bought back in to come to EcoShield. It um, me and my me and my buddy that we were we were running you know the ads. We, he was running ads. I was on the phone closing deals. Like you know we'll x amount. You know we'll give you this amount of leads for this amount. Blah blah. blah. And we were bringing a lot in, but weren't like making a ton of money. Wasn't working out. I kind of was like, hey, this isn't working out. A day later, J-Lo calls me. It's like, hey, man, come to the Christmas party. 
So I'm like, okay, you know, when he bought my, bought my ticket, mm-hmm. came he to, saw the potential. Yeah, so I, I came back and um, I was just hanging out with everybody, and I realized like this is you know I need to be around these people, you know. So for me, and I'm sure for you, you know, I've been hit up by plenty of people at plenty of different companies to sell plenty of different stuff. Um, at this point in my life, people are way more important than like what it sounds like. You know, selling pest control doesn't sound like the most attractive thing in the world to do, but like, but it is. It is because I'm around the people that I am, you know. And so it's a it's a super good spot to be in. And um, for me, I was uh, whether I was bought into EcoShield after my first year, like I was bought into the sales, the idea of sales. Like I knew that I had learned sales. Like they, regardless of how much quote unquote money I made my first year or whatever my quote unquote commission was my first year with X company. Like they taught me how to sell and I was confident enough in that to know that I didn't have to go back to school or didn't really want to go back to school. So yeah, that, that was me right there for me. So, I mean, for you, I I feel like you're pretty similar. Now you're getting into the point where you have a team. You, um, of all my managers, you've recruited more guys, obviously, you know, um, Eli's on her tail, but, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so you're, you're on track, you know, you're, you're where you need to be. You're recruiting a lot of guys, you're training them too. Um, you have, you know, two very, very impressive rookies, you know, you know who I'm talking about, obviously. Um, it's going to be exciting to see them in preseason. replicate um, myself. That's it. That's that's the whole idea, you know. And so it, it's, um, you know, how's that going for you? It's your first year managing guys, teaching guys. How do you think it's developing you as a salesman, and how do you think it's developing you as a leader, and all the above? Man, more ways than I can recognize. You know, um, I feel like the probably the, the biggest thing is accountability, because like that's something I preach a ton to my guys is accountability. And like if if I preach them accountability, I have to be accountable accountable myself, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um but I like developing myself as a leader, that's something I've like always wanted to do. Like as as a child growing up, my mom's like, You're not a leader, you're a leader, you're not a follower, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I mean that's always kinda of stuck with me. Um and now I'm actually like putting it into use and I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. You know? Um but not only, not only, um, like as a leader, but like even like in like for me myself, my own sales. Um, last year, coming into second year, when I went to the preseason, you know, I bailed my first day mm-hmm. in the preseason. And I was like, "Damn, I start training again." Right, right. You know. Um, now, like I train almost every day through training my guys. Yeah. So I think that's going to help me. One hundred percent. You know. The best thing I ever did, like my second year, the best thing I ever did was bring my brother out. It put so much pressure on me. Like, I have to sell. Because sure. if I'm not selling and he's not, then it's like, what's going on? So I had to sell. You know, I had to put up. That put a lot of, like, positive pressure on For me. sure. And, like, some, some of my guys are, like, some of my closest friends, you know, that I'm bringing up. So I feel like, obviously, they're not my brothers. But one of the kids, I'm, one of the guys I'm bringing out, he's... You know, he'd been my best friend since I was three years old. Right. You know, but it's a real sense. Yeah. So I feel like that is, you know, put a ton of pressure on me to, you know, lead by example, you know, be, be the guy I said I've, I've been, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in, in, so, so with, with all that being said, you know, you have guys that you grew up with, 
very similar to you probably. Um, you know, it, grew up grew up similar, went to the same school or whatever. You know, obviously me and you are not very different, and we're not very different from a lot of people that are, you know, whether it's a rat race or not, they're they're doing whatever more, you know, they're doing what the, the mass majority is doing. They're more or less following. So working for a man. So at at, at what point, like what, what would your advice be to a guy that's on the edge? Like, do I want to, you know, whether it's what it just in general with sales, what, what would your advice be to that person? You know, in general, um, obviously like there's, you, you, you know this yourself, you have to pitch certain recruits based on like what their desires are. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, you know, um, most people want to be paid what they're worth. You know, this is exactly what it is. Yeah. You know, we pay you what you're worth. Yeah. Which is, it's, it's cool. It's really cool. It, 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 it's, a, it's a freeing feeling for sure, you know. So, you know, we have... Very satisfying too. Yeah. For yourself. Yeah. Um... So me and you, you know, obviously both trying to recruit teams, both have had like great experiences with EcoShield. Um, you know, and I, whenever I recruit guys to EcoShield, I tell them that they should come out and work with us and stuff like that. Like I genuinely feel like it's the best opportunity for them. What do you feel like sets EcoShield apart from other companies and, um, you know, whether it's in our industry or not? It's the culture we have there. It's nuts. Like I... Like, multiple people have told me this. Like, I'm super passionate about what we do. And whenever you are passionate, it's in the book of Read and Talk Like Ted. Mm-hmm. Whenever you are passionate about something, people can feel it. It's nice. And I think that's why I've had a lot of success, you know, with recruiting. You know, people literally can feel, you know, the passion mm-hmm. literally radiating from me about what we do. Yeah. Um, but what sets us apart from, you know, not only door-to-door companies, but just, like, corporate companies, any other company you can think of, um, is the culture we have. Because obviously we strive to make each other better, not only ourselves, but each other. Um, And we're young. You know, we're we're young dudes making, you know, good. You know, we we do well for ourselves. Yeah, for sure. Um, Outside of pest control, you know, um, you're not in school anymore. You just bought a cool car. What what do you have going on besides recruiting and pest control? What, what What are you doing on a daily basis? I work out. Um, are you gonna be? Are you gonna look as good as you did at the end of last transformation? No. Why not, dude? There's no excuse, really. <laughs> there's no excuse. Um, I think it's some relationship way. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good meals. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think last year, literally the only thing I had was working out because like I was still cooped up in my house. Right, like, right. I'm all like, the brain thing, whatever. Um, so that was the like. The only time I could like be to myself is lifting, so that's what I had to do. I wanted yeah. to do it, you know. I'm not saying that I don't want to do it, it's just like a little less motivating nowadays. Mm-hmm. But what I got going on right now, a couple hobbies I have um, around this time of year, love killing birds. Okay. Like that kind of, yeah. Not as hardcore as Eli, but you know. I, <laughs> I don't I, think anybody's as hardcore as I have, I have my core priority straight. <laughs> 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 um. But I love it, love it so much. Shout out to Will for getting me into that last year. Uh, yeah, we went a couple times last year. Did we go twice this year? I missed the first one, man. Oh. Fuck me. Yeah. That's first time that's ever happened. Yeah, we knew of you were going to be so upset. Oh, we were we I were will, driving. We're like, oh, when is Broski going to wake up? He's going to be so mad that he I didn't wake up. Like 445, 5. 
literally just screamed. But you're late? Yeah. At 4.45, you're late? I thought real quick, like, damn, can I make it? No, I can't make it. Fuck! <laughs> dude, I was so pissed. So pissed. Oh, my um, dude. I like to duck hunt. Um, obviously, during the season, I like playing disc golf. Super fun. Are you good at that? Pretty good. Yeah, it's parks. Better than parks. Okay. Um, that does seem like a sport not, the parks should play. It's not honestly. saying a lot, though. <laughs> okay. Um, pickleball. I've recently picked that up. Like doing that. Um, we still need to play. For sure. Um, but other than the hobbies, recruiting has been my main thing. Mm-hmm. For you, so okay. So recruiting has been a big part of it. What, what's your goal for next year? On your uh, with, with your with your team. My goal is one point five. No. Um, I want to sign 30. I want 20 to show up. Um, realistically, 15 will show up. You know, yeah. um, past experience. Um, I want to do 500 personal. You think that's enough? Beat you? Yeah. That's just the goal, man. Remember, my goal was 300. It's passing. I know. And you crushed that. Yeah. I mean, you've just been talking a lot. I just wanted to ask. See, I'll not through September. It needs to beat you. Okay, we'll see. No. <laughs> um, for you... To be, dude, I have to be... Uh, the, uh, I have to be how much did he... How, what was he it? did 350. Mm-hmm. But he also knocked 20 days more than So what, was, what did you end up with? 327. Okay. Crazy second year, by the way. Thanks, man. And... I'm putting my tally in for most improved right now. I just wanted to throw that in the hat and make sure it's known that it should be in there. But, um, so you want to partner in next year? Mm-hmm. We do 500 personal. Um, what things are you doing on a daily mm-hmm. basis now to make sure that that happens? You know, obviously you want to hit up your guys and stuff like that, but right. uh, more on a personal level, what are you doing on a day to day basis to make sure that you're in the right, you know, headspace or sharp enough to do sure. that? Um, I think, I think that all boils down to discipline, you know, whether, and you could be disciplined at whatever, you know, you could be disciplined at reading, you could be disciplined at taking a cold shower, you could be disciplined at going to the gym. Um, it really just all boils down to discipline. Yeah. I, I think personally, 100%. Um, but what I, what I'm disciplined on is read or listening to a book while I'm at the gym. Um, our book clubs, obviously I try to get at least two knocked out a month. Um, and then recruiting through my my guys right now. Yeah, using yeah, using the trust lines and mm-hmm. stuff like that makes sense. Um, because there's to kind of build on that. There's there's guys that I know that are gonna stick with this, whether they do as good as they want to or not. They're probably gonna stick with it for at least two or three years. Yeah. Um, I I want them to. You know, do what I do, replicate myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So I'm just getting started early. Is that not bogging on you? That's what I wish you would have done for me. You know, got on you more. Yeah. Well, you know, and I'm. I hope. I hopefully, I'm learning from that. You know, I I shouldn't take that badly. You know. Right. So, yeah. um, for you, um, we we kind of talked about your why and why it drives you and stuff like that. Um, you know, obviously, just the ability to do what you do. You know, you, you, and I, 
I had used you as an example so many times this past summer in the morning. It's like, you guys don't want to knock in the rain. Like, this dude was in a, like, as, as crazy as it is and, as, and maybe non-sensitive as it sounds, it's like, you were in a hospital bed. Can't forget about the deal I made in the ICU, though. Made a deal in a hospital phone bed. <laughs> dude, my, my phone screen was so cracked. Like, I was literally getting chips in my finger tapping in their, their email address. Had to get that last deal, though. Of course. But it it's... A, I do remember it was a 169 yeah. Fire. It was... Good stuff. Good deal. Um, you know what? Uh, for you, you obviously that just you, you're the perspective that you have with our job is what drives you because of what you've been through. You know, if you can name three people that have most influenced, you know, you outside of that, you know, kind of giving you a a motivating factor or factor or just kind of kind of a mentor to look up to, like what would, who would those three people be? Outside of EcoShield, too. It doesn't have to be anybody with EcoShield. Um, super, super easy. Mom and Dad. Those are, those are given. Um, dad, because he's the one I made to deal with. You know, if I make six figures, then I won't go back to school. Right. Um, he was not. He, like, I'm sure he wanted to have faith in me, but he did not. Like, I, I could tell. Yeah. He was like, there's no way. And I come back and I send him my, my report, you know? Mm. And like I circled it in red at the very bottom. <laughs> like that, that, that's how much. Send him the player card. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, like the, the, the after action report, like um, like how much we made. Oh. Like the, I forget what it's called. So the actual numbers. Yeah. Okay. Broken down, all that. I sent him that. Um, what, what, what was his reaction? I've, I haven't sent, like, because I honestly have never done that, like, I never should. I haven't, I've well, really I, never showed anybody, like, hey, this is, this is it. Well, I, I don't I don't do that to boast to him. I just tell him, you know, hard hard evidence that hey, I did it. Yeah. Not going back to school. Right, right. Um. So like, not the not that he motivates me to you know not go back to school or anything, <laughs> but that like deal we had was like the motivator. You know. Yeah, for sure. Because to be honest, I didn't want to go back to school. I feel. Yeah. Um. My mom. She's always just been like the most caring, kind hearted, you know, person ever in my life um like anything you need to talk to about or just literally anything i can go to my mom for so i mean that's she's she's, she's my rock yeah um and the third person man i don't know there were times in the summer this past summer that brooke you know really kept me up dude my last was it my last day no, it was like my third or third or second last day this past summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally called her like crying, like I'm like, Man, like I can't do this. Like I just want to go home. Right. Because like, it was just me out there. You know, parts of me had. I know they dipped. <laughs> they dipped on just me. I called her crying. Um, just like kind of like tough love. She literally just said, "Suck it up, quit, quit being a bitch." It's like you're right. All right. You're right. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> It's what's crazy is after I called her, I knocked like three more doors. The one that answered of those three sold, and it was like six o'clock, six p.m. and I hadn't been dealing. Yeah, so it, was, it was really hard. Yeah, for sure. But um, not only that time, but there was a couple other times this summer. She was huge motivation. 
It's my, I, I love that. Nice. Um, um, you know, we what we do is unorthodox compared to your normal job. You know, whether people want to say it's good or bad, fine. What do you think the biggest misconception is, if you had to name one, of what we do? Of the door-to-door industry, not even pest control, what's the biggest misconception? It's all scam. Elaborate on that. Are you hearing that a lot with recruiting, I'm assuming? Like, just... No, not not me personally, because people that I recruit, you know, know that I've... Had success with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but oh my my first year recruiting so last year mm-hmm. you know I didn't make a ton of money right you know um that that's whenever I got a ton like oh, is it real is it this is it that or whatever um people think it's a pyramid scheme mm-hmm. typical um and back then I was just ignorant to I didn't know how to describe it, it wasn't a pyramid scheme right. Um, and just well, there's a there's a salesman, there's a manager, and then there's a person that owns the company. Yeah. Just like every other business in the world, you know, like Walmart, crazy. It just like every other business in the world. McDonald's, wow, crazy. And that's that's kind of an eco show misconception, just because of the partnership plan and stuff For like sure. that, which clearly sets us apart, you know, from other companies in general. You know, just. The opportunity of, you know, for me and you, like, being able to do this, like, kind of saved us in a way. It's, uh, it could put us in a position where you didn't feel as lost. You felt way more in control of your own life, which you should, you, in my opinion, you should be in control of your life. In control of what you're doing. In control of just as much stuff as you can be in control of. Most people said be your own boss. And it, exactly. And so, um, you know, the... The, a lot of the misconception that we get is like, you know, is it real? And like, how are you, you know, who, who makes what and how, how's it working? It's like, well, dude, it's uh well, you know, as a manager, I'll come manage you as you come sell. If you do right. well enough, you can become a manager. Well, I mean, especially being from central Arkansas, it's not a huge thing down right. there. Right. Like, I guess like being in, let's say Austin or Maryland, Maryland gets knocked upon. Right. You know? Um, they know that business can be done at the door. Mm-hmm. And as for Central Arkansas, I think growing up... Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> I think growing up, maybe we saw two door-to-door sales. <laughs> One of which my mom gave a sandwich and a glass of milk to. That's a true story. Oh, my, my mom is so... My mom gets one every summer. Really? In Little Rock. It's always Bug Guy, too. No way. Terminex. Little Rock. It's crazy. They're in the rock, knocking the rock. But she uses the local guy, though. Adams. We got, we got to use the local guy. Adams. Curry's. Mm-hmm. It's the local guy in the rock. Adams is not local. Okay, so we have. Okay, we got to take a turn here because we talk like everybody has like a full idea of like actually what we do. Um, you know, for for those of you guys that don't know, we. We knock doors for pest control. It's uh, pound the pavement. We walk around all Absolutely day and look for people that need pest control. You have a certain area that you go around. You look, you know, you knock on doors. Fine, that's that's how it goes. It's like hide and go seek. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's uh, 
we talk about all the cool stuff we do. We're in Arizona right now. This is my third time in Arizona in three months. You know, we get to travel a lot. As a young person, it's awesome. I love it. You know, we get okay. to move around with my best friends. You get to talk to them. If even if I don't live in the same city with you guys, I'm like, I'll see you in a couple weeks. You know what I mean? I was literally talking to Brooke um, about it today. Like as much as we travel. We need to look into like the TSA pre-check. But like we we always talk about all the cool stuff we get to do. We get to go to Vegas. We get to go to Arizona. Uh, we're doing. We're going to. We're going. To, we're going on a cruise next month, and then we go back to Florida again at the end of the month. Yeah. So we're we're all over, and it's fun. It's awesome, but it's not a it's not an easy thing to do. Like what we do is not fucking easy. And so for for you, you talked about like, you know, the culture is what what sets it apart. Do you think the culture is also what kind of keeps guys going and makes them believe that it's a thing that they, you know, should keep going with? Like, because it's hard. You know, you don't wake up every day and, you know, July 18th or May 24th or whatever the day is. And you just, you know, some, some days it's not something that is the easiest to do. And I'm, you know, I'm willing to admit that there's, there's a lot of things in life that you don't quote unquote want to do that you do, you know, that's called discipline in my opinion, mm-hmm. you know, doing the things that you, you don't want to do that you should do. Um, and then, you know, doing it with full intention, obviously. So what, what do you think, you know, carries you through that besides your why and stuff like that, you know, kind of elaborate on the culture that you're surrounded by that kind of help with that. Not only like the support system we have is nuts, you know, um, but there's like living proof that it, it can be done. You know, you, me, Eli, you know, all these guys that are successful at it. Well, well, you know, it's Trey. Like we have a lot of guys that have been really good at it for sure. And I think I think guys that aren't doing so well see that, like almost like likes it. For me, for me at least, it like. Last year, whenever I see like rookies doing better than me, I'm like that's a fire into my ass. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you know, like what are they doing that I'm not? And yeah, then I'll put my nose down and figure it out. You know, um, so I think not only like the support system, the culture we have, but there's living proof that it can be done. It, it is being done. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the other thing is too. It's like, <clears throat> like for our group, I was just the guy that did it first. You know, like I'm not like anything more special than any of you guys. You know, I just happened to. Have, done it first you know so and and i'm i'm just doing what other people told me to do i didn't come up in this stuff for sure you know what i mean and so i think that's one of the things that sets sets us apart as a group too um i won't name names he'll know that i'm talking about him you might know who i'm talking about but we have a guy that went and worked uh that worked with us this summer one of my favorite guys that worked with us this summer um since this summer it's December. He's been with three different companies doing door-to-door stuff. Won't even go into the industry because it's kind of irrelevant. But, you know, I had a conversation with him, and he was like, dude, you know, just being around you guys and, and doing door-to-door versus being around these guys and then going to have knock doors, it's, it's night and day. Is he coming back? Him and his dad are going to start a business. It's cool. You know, it's, it's, he's, in a, he's in a cool position, so... Um, no, so he's not playing on it, no. Um, but he, you know, it's one of those things, like, he, he went through three separate companies and is just like, dude, I've never been around guys that, like, 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 we're surrounded by, you know, we're, we're in a super cool position, even with our office. Obviously, we have 
you know, being a J system and being an eco shield, like we're in a super, super cool position. Um, but it's one of those things like I, like it pushes me cause I don't want you to sell more than me. Grant can't sell more than me. Like I can't let it happen whenever, whatever's going on. Like, you know, they grants my cousin, um, and he had his first year with us this year, but he's another living example of, you know, what eco shield can do for people. Mm-hmm. Man's in LA right now. Well, he's, he's over, he's over there right now. But he, oh yeah, there he is. <laughs> he's getting to do stuff that he loves because of, you know, the time and everything that eco shield allowed. Um, you know, for you, what, what's your, you know, you're obviously motivated by just the perspective and stuff that you have. What, um, you know, really what motivates you? Where do you want to be in five years? What do you want that to look like for you? And how do you think Eco Shield's involved with that? Man. Man. Come on, man. Um, I don't know. I've, I've thought about it a little bit. Um, I haven't, you know, written it down to a T. Like Mike, Mike Saltel. Right. Um, But really, I want Eco Shield to be my way to produce income. And with that income, I'm going to park it in, you know, ways that my money to make me money. You know, make more income. Right. Right. You know, that's that's a dream. And I don't know, that's every 20 year old's dream. I want to do real estate. I want to do this out there. Um, but most of those 20 year olds don't realize how hard work that is. Um, I feel like doing this kind of, you know, almost segues way, seg, segues into that because what we do is super, super hard. So it's like doing anything else like that. It's K. You know? Right. Right. Or this is, this is, you know, comparable. I've done it before I can do this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, five year plan, roughly. Oh my twenty one, dude! I want to get. I want to be married by twenty seven, twenty six, twenty seven. Um, <laughs> uh, talking to my girlfriend broke right now. Um, want to be married? I want to at least have two properties. Obviously, one that I'm living in with sure. Brooke. Yeah. Um, one that I'm running out. At least like a three or four units. Um. I want to have, I want, I want her, I want to buy her a car, her dream car. So that'll happen within the next five years? For sure. You got a five-year countdown for that one. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what it is? It's something different every week. Oh. Whether it be a Bronco, whether it be a Porsche, whether it be a Jeep. Or you can just have all three, you know, we're doing it first. Um, no kids. Not yet. Not not within five years. Um, obviously, want to be a partner. I want to have, you know, a couple partners under me. Sure. You know, two, three, four, five. That'd be awesome. Um, that thing is doable in five years. Hundred percent. You know, because you'll have at least one under you this year. At least. I think I'll have a couple. Yeah. Great. I'm hoping a couple sneak in. There, but there's obviously <laughs> I, there's. I think I'll have more than one. Really? Yeah. And then I there's there's a couple more that I really hope do it, and I'll do whatever I can do to help them. Because it's you know, 
it's different. I, you know, it, it's a different feeling like to have one of you guys come in and partner too. And that's, that's for me, you one of my, on the trips, man. yeah, I want you guys to come on the trips. The trips are cool. The, we do, how, how often do we do partner trips? I think there, well, there's just one, there's one big one. One big one. Yeah. But there's also like, we, we do a couple like, um, there's, no, there's always partner meetings. Yeah. We have a couple of partner, partner meetings before the MVPs. Sure well, you know, it, it well not, you know, what I mean. it, your buddies are there. Yeah, I just, I'm, 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 I want you guys to join. There's no reason for you guys not to be there. Fair. You know, like why not? I'm not anything like, you know. I just, I just work hard. You know, like for that, that's right. how I feel. Like I feel like you guys are, you know, the same as me, very similar. So, I don't see any reason why you guys wouldn't. If that's your goal, you should do it. You should do it soon too. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense not to do it soon. Right. I don't know what you're waiting on. So we'll see on that. Um, besides from that, how many how many ducks have you killed this year? Personally, yeah, man, I saw you miss a bunch. <laughs> Dude, that was terrible. So oh like, I, I had I had this like this little like magnetic um, sight that I put on my shotgun barrel. Yeah, and it's super like you can see it super easily at night, but it's not accurate at all. What? What I found, <laughs> not accurate at all. Because I took it off as soon as I took it off, I was hitting shots. Oh my gosh! Like, because like last year I had it on all season, but like I, you know, we didn't get a lot of chances to kill ducks last season, so you know I didn't really know. Right. Um. But like I can know, I I can tell for certain this year I've probably already killed like seven. Okay. So okay, seven ducks. Hey, have you deer hunted yet at all? No, dude. Like. Deer hunting, deer hunting to me is, I don't want to say it's an older, older man, or an older person sport. Um, Are you saying that right now? No. That's, Are you sure? That's why I just said I don't want to say that. Are you saying that though? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. Um, it's, it's, it's a, for me, it's, if I want to go and be with my thoughts, you know, it's super peaceful, you know, I'm yeah. not going to. No talk about that. Like it's it's nice being out there by yourself and being yeah. your thoughts. If you want to think. Duck hunting is it's with your friends. You know. You're we should just out. we we have to shout out Will. I mean, he's just the guide. For Gets sure. us where we need to go. Make sure it happens. Avery killed her first duck this year. Let's go. Brooke went on her first one. Let's go. Never you know, in a million years. It wouldn't have happened without Will. Never. Bottom line, you know. Never. And Will's, Will's like, you know, we keep, like, bringing up these people to elaborate on who Will is. He's, he's a guy that I have gone to school with since I was four. Turned 24 this year, so that means me and him basically have been friends for 20 years, which is actually crazy. And I don't think me and him have actually talked about that yet. But we've been friends for basically 20 years. So, um, he's worked with us for three years now. Very six, Very good at what we do. For sure. He taught you a lot. And he taught me a lot, obviously. You know, he's good. Um, I love having him around the rookies, obviously. He has so much to say, you know, and it's uh, it's cut and dry. It's honest. It's how it is, you know, cause, and, and he's very honest about how the job is. It's a hard job. So for you, like, what do you think the hardest and, like, the hardest part of the job is? And then what do you think the most rewarding part of the job is? Dude, hardest, no doubt about it, is... You're making yourself, pushing yourself 
to keep going through rejection. Dude, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Super hard. Um, hardest part, definitely dealing with rejection. You know, because um, I've never been super confident until after this job. Um, so, like, getting shut down a ton, not, not very easy to deal with, you know? Um, most rewarding is we call it buzzing. Whenever, whenever we say we're buzzing, you know, we make, you know, instead of floating, but floating. You get like three, four deals. Once you get that fourth deal, you're like, okay. You know, I'm in the zone. You know, if if you open, if you open the door, there's exactly. probably an eighty percent chance you're getting sold. You know, mm-hmm. um, most rewarding. I I think I think my answer will be different after this year because I actually have guys I'm training mm-hmm. and I have guys I'm bringing out that are probably going to be very successful at it. Um, because of that, I promise you that'll change. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 why I say um, I think I think the most rewarding part is getting a text saying, Rosie, thank you for you know giving me this opportunity. You know, you've done so much for me, it's changed my life. You know, I 100%. think I think that is going to going to be the most rewarding. It happened, dude. It, it, I promise you, it is. I've had it. I've had the text. It's awesome. Yeah, you know, you, know? you said it's I've had it from guys way that better than any amount of money you'll ever see in your entire life. Yeah, you and know? and like when I tell when I say that I mean it. I can't. I, I when I tell you that I mean it. It's like it, it's crazy, and I've had it from guys that still work with us versus I've also had it from guys that don't work with us anymore. You know. Um, yeah, dude. Whether you want to stick with Ego Show for you know your life, you know, make a career out of it, or do it three, four years, and then you go start your own thing. It's like damn, cool, man. I could have done this cool. for Ego Show. The, the whole goal yeah. of what we were doing here is to just propel you to what you wanted to do anyway. So it's fun. It's cool. But, they, you know, it works out for some people. You know? Some people want to be here for a long time, and that, that's cool. If you don't want to be here for a long time, it's still going to get you where you wanted to go a lot faster anyways. Bottom line. You know, it, it's a super cool opportunity that we're in. 